Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, the greatest tag team wrestler of all time, Bully Ray and I talk about everything that's going on in the world of pro wrestling right now. It's unbelievable how everything has kind of just stopped when it comes to the world of pro wrestling, it continues to go. And when you talk about continuing to go, AEW and NXT tonight will preview what's going on with those two big shows on a Wednesday night. Also, speaking of the world of pro wrestling, we go back to last night and the amazing documentary, Dark Side of the Ring, with Chris Benoit. We get into that, especially coming off the heels of our interview with David Benoit. Also, we talk to our very own Tommy Dreamer, the landlord of the House of Hardcore. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. It's crazy when you think about it. The world of pro wrestling is as busy as it ever is. And when you look at Raw and SmackDown and NXT and AEW, as Tommy mentioned on the show yesterday, Impact Wrestling has about five weeks of programming in the can. And we saw a brand new show last night for Impact Wrestling. And then, of course, uh, Dark Side of the Ring, which everyone has been talking about the last few days, what we've been talking about the last few days. And especially since we had David Benoit on the show yesterday and a lot of people are talking about our interview with David Benoit and um, it's it's something that's on the, the tip of everyone's tongue, on the back of everyone's mind. And, man, when we were talking about it on the show yesterday, Tommy and I and Bully and I, about how, you know, th- the name Chris Benoit is, was taboo, was swept under the rug. People never mentioned Chris Benoit after that tragedy in June of 2007. And you can understand why. And when we had Evan Husney on earlier in the week, that unfortunately because of that we don't speak about Nancy Benoit we don't we don't speak about somebody who is a character and a personality in the world of wrestling for you know two decades and I'm glad that that was brought up on Dark Side of the Ring last night you heard Chris Jericho talk about it you heard Chavo Guerrero talk about it uh Vicky Guerrero talk about it and Nancy Benoit's sister about how because of that tragedy, it almost seemed like the entire family was blackballed and nobody else was talked about. And that's another part of the heartbreak because obviously the days after that tragedy in June of 2007, everybody was talking about Chris Benoit and the horrific murders of his 
of his of his wife and his son and then ultimately taking his own life and all the the, the finger pointing of blame was it CTE was it steroids um but the forgotten victims are the people who are still with us and, and that one of course is is David Benoit and hearing from him and seeing how emotionally he got and opening this back up again and again having the you know the time to talk to him on the show yesterday. It, 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 he mentioned that at the end of that show that you were going to see a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel. And it was great to see him and his aunt reunite after almost 13 years of, of not speaking to one another and not seeing one another. And then just the, the smile on his face when he went to his first wrestling event, in a very, very long time. And he was at double or nothing out in Las Vegas. And, you know, maybe um, this could be a part of the healing process. I know Bully mentioned on the show yesterday about it being a scar. And then when you, you pick at that scar, it never, ever heals. And maybe something like this, when you have a tragedy like the one that he went through and th that this entire family went through, you never truly heal. And the last thing that we saw in that documentary last night was Nancy Benoit's sister saying that maybe and hopefully one day she could forgive Chris Benoit for what he did. But today is not going to be that day. And this is something that's going to be with them for the rest of their lives. And Jericho actually mentioned in the documentary how, you know, Nancy Benoit should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. And then he kind of stopped himself because he said, Nancy Benoit and that name Benoit is kind of, you know, quote unquote banned from everyone speaking in the world of pro wrestling. So maybe then he started saying, you know, the character woman could be inducted into the Hall of Fame because for all these years, that whole name was erased. And with it was more than just him, but the victims and the people who are still with us and maybe for the people who are still with us. You know, we can carry that on. And I was glad that we were able to to speak to David Benoit on the show yesterday. And I don't think that's the last time you're going to hear from David Benoit. Um, I, I'd love to get him on the show again. Once everything that's going on in our world kind of subsides and slows down, and we can get back to normalcy at some point, whenever that could be, you know, maybe we can have him in studio and, and bully, which is awesome, a bully you know, with the Team 3D Academy because David mentioned that he would still love to maybe become a pro wrestler one day, which I, I think is part of the healing process of him maybe even train and to step into the squared circle at, that Bully said offered him a chance to come and, and, and learn that skill at his school, which I thought was awesome from Bully. So I, I think that's still going to be uh, a topic on today's show, Tommy, of course, was a part of the show right afterwards called After Dark, uh, that 30 minute show where they kind of recap. And that's going to be an ongoing show each and every week on Vice after after uh, after that show is uh, you know After Dark, you know, After Dark Side of the Ring, where they kind of recap. And Tommy was a part of it. And Tommy's going to be joining us in about five minutes. To, to talk about not only being a part of that show, but everything with Chris Benoit and moving forward and impact wrestling. The fact that they're still giving us new content. And, you know, as we always do 
uh, on a Wednesday edition of Busted Open, there is going to be AEW and NXT tonight. And when you look at AEW and NXT tonight, two pretty significant shows and how things have changed for both those companies. NXT was building towards uh, an NXT takeover just before WrestleMania. And obviously, we're not going to get NXT takeover. We're going to hear from Triple H on NXT tonight, and I'm sure he's come up with a solution about those matches that were already confirmed for NXT TakeOver, and I think you're probably going to see them on regularly scheduled NXT Wednesday night programs. And then AEW uh, with Blood and Guts, that was supposed to be tonight in Newark, New Jersey. Obviously, that's been canceled. Blood and Guts for now has been postponed because I think that's a match that you want to have in front of a, a live crowd, and Unfortunately for AEW, that show that was supposed to be tonight in Newark, even weeks before it actually was even going to happen, it was going to be their biggest crowd that AEW was ever going to have. I mean, they sold 11,000 tickets within the first 24 hours that those tickets went on sale. So we will get that match at some point, but obviously they've called called some audibles. But you look at what they're going to do tonight with Jericho confronting Matt Hardy, Jimmy Havoc, and Cody Rhodes. You're still going to get a pretty damn good show with AEW. And I think you're going to see that with both shows tonight. And we've this has become the new norm. Just like I was talking to Guns, who's in studio, or not studio, producing this show along with Gabby from home. This has become the new norm. You know, busted open doing doing the show from the LaGreca house and the Bully house and the Tommy house as opposed to, you know, in the New York studios has become the new norm. It's what now I've been doing for the last two weeks. And I think we've kind of gotten accustomed to seeing pro wrestling in an empty venue. And we're going to get that tonight with NXT and AEW. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. Right now, very pleased as always. And Tommy has done an amazing job of joining us each and every morning to start off the show. And that's the innovator of violence, the landlord of the house of hardcore, Tommy Dreamer, joining us on the line right now. Tommy, man, how are you this morning? Good, man. What's going on? Man, you know what, Tommy? And we've talked about this a lot. You say what's going on. A lot's going on. Where everything else has <laughs> seemed to really slow down in the world of pro wrestling, man, there is a lot to talk about in the world of pro wrestling right now. And show it so it should be, you know. Yeah, we didn't. Yesterday was a an action packed Tuesday, like it always is. We always say Tuesdays are our favorite days, and it uh, has come true again. Yeah, and NWA obviously not doing their show from the studios. It's not the normal NWA power. They had their pop up show that they that they showed um, on. their programming last night but you know what as you reminded everybody yesterday impact wrestling has a lot of shows in the can so you know at least for the next four or five weeks you're going to see original programming from impact wrestling and i thought that was a really good show last night for impact wrestling one of my favorites willie mack to start it and then michael elgin really showing off what he can do at the end of that show i thought that was a very good two hours of wrestling last night Oh yeah, that main event last night was a solid main event with uh, Michael Elgin and Taya versus um, 
Tessa and Eddie Edwards. It stinks because a lot of editing has to be done because this was all going towards um, rebellion, which would have been uh, Eddie versus Tessa versus Michael Elgin. And it was also going to go towards lockdown, which it was going to be Team Elgin versus Team Eddie Edwards, which I was uh, on Team Eddie Edwards. But, you know, we're going to continue. We have about five weeks left of original programming. I don't know what the hell is going to happen after that. But for now, we're just going to sit back and enjoy the good old days of how it was when uh, we were able to uh, watch professional wrestling. But yeah, those those four athletes gave one hell of a performance. Uh, Taya at the end, uh, if you saw, she was busted open under her eye. Yeah. Um, she made uh, the save on uh, one of the pinfall attempts and she hit her face on Michael Elgin's knee brace, which that's, we've seen that happen to a lot of wrestlers uh, through the course of history. Uh, I remember when Matt Hardy almost got scalped by Rey Mysterio's knee brace and uh, she was lucky she didn't lose an eye, but she kept on. She's tough. And that main event was super duper solid. And, you know, it's, it's going to take some, you know, creative changing uh, of the guard, what we're going to do uh, when we're going to get back to it. And there's a lot of planning going on to how we're going to continue. So we're just got to sit back and wait and see. But like you said, our next shows are going to be based out of Atlanta. And those are some really, really good shows. And as you mentioned, like, even though we have these shows, everyone's had to adjust. And we, we've learned that now across the board with that we do have fresh content. It's just things and plans have changed. Obviously, the WWE WrestleMania 36, we're going to see a WrestleMania unlike any other. But tonight we have AEW and NXT and AEW and NXT has had to adjust their programming as well. Tonight, we were supposed to have Blood and Guts in Newark. You mentioned that this is probably not the best time to have a Blood and Guts match. Obviously, we're not getting that live show in Newark, and we're not getting the Blood and Guts match either. That's been postponed to a later date. So, like you said, you thought that was going to happen, and that definitely happened. So, plans have changed for AEW. And then with NXT, all their programming was leading to NXT TakeOver, which has now been canceled in Tampa, WrestleMania weekend. And Triple H is going to address that tonight. And I think we're going to see a big adjustment with NXT as well. Yeah, I, th I think they're going to, they say they were going to announce that they're going to have some of the matches that were going to happen at TakeOver are going to happen uh, for the next couple of weeks, which is, is smart. And it's going to be uh, some really, really good matches that they had uh, on tap. It's, you know, it, it, dude, it's such crazy times, but the best part about it is just like this show, we're supplying uh, a release or we're supplying our love of professional wrestling to all the fans. Uh, you know, you get up super duper early or a lovely production team gets up super duper early as well as, you know, everybody from every wrestling company. We're just trying to adapt just like, you know, the news changes all the time and that's what professional wrestling is doing. And, it was, uh, you know, all the shows uh, are super solid. I actually look forward to seeing how everyone is adapting. You know, they're not, uh, it, why wrestling is so special. If this was um, other sports, you know, they wouldn't be able to, would they be able to play baseball? No, because of, you know, social distancing and all that stuff. 
or any other sport, but, you know, wrestling, we just adapt and move forward. And I think that's why everyone appreciates it so much more now. Yeah. And you, you mentioned adapting. It's amazing how us as a world just, you know, how we've adapted over the last couple of weeks. I was talking to guns before the show today and two weeks ago today, I was in New York city doing this show in a studio. And now two weeks later, I've adjusted to getting up early, taping the show for two hours before we put it out to the busted open nation. And we've adjusted, we've adapted, you have adapted, you know, Robert and Daryl who are doing a tremendous job back at the control room, uh, they've adapted to all these new changes. And it's amazing just as human beings, we've been able to adapt and not only survive, but thrive during this really, really tough time. Yeah, it, it's I went to uh, Dunkin Donuts yesterday because my app told me, and as you know, I have to do whatever my app tells me. And yes. <laughs> there was people who were spread apart waiting online. Uh, most people had their gloves on and. You know, you a lot of people are very, very nice and courteous to each other, and that's how we're going to get through all this. Um, even with the show that uh, the After Dark show that I did, that was supposed to be in studio, and they were like, "Oh, we're going to do it in studio. We'll pick you up in a car and take you to New York." I was like, "I don't care." Um, but then they they literally changed it the night before, and then they asked me, if, you know. They're asking me, of all people, if I can do this on my laptop. And they're literally step-by-stepping, oh <laughs> idiot-proofing this entire thing. But that's how television was aired last night. If you saw it, that was all myself, Chavo, um, Chris. We're all in our houses and doing um, a regular TV show. And I'm sure they edited it up because... That was done two days before the event that aired, but um, actually it was three days. I'm sorry. But what I'm just trying to say is, you know, even if you watch, you know, Sports Center, they have everybody working at home or, you know, yep. there's breaking news. Uh, Noah Syndergaard tore his, he needs Tommy John surgery. So everyone's breaking in. Who's trying to get this story out first and what are they doing? They're just reporting from their house and they're trying to get all this information of what's happening, who's happening. Um, you know, Tom Brady, he didn't even go to Tampa to sign his contract. So there's a lot of changes, but you know, last night's show with the after dark was, uh, for me, it was kind of soul purging and, um, I really, really enjoyed it. And so did Chavo. Like I said, I wasn't able, we spoke for about an hour. I told them they should, uh, release some of the stuff that we talked about for their YouTube show and hopefully they do because it was it was really, really enlightening and having to see Chavo go through that again uh, in his life. But it was, you know, some people on social media like, man, that was depressing. Um, and it wasn't for me or for the people who had to live it because they were finally able to tell the story and tell the story the right way. And uh, it was you, you can even saw when you uh, watch it, it was, uh, I'm able to talk about this now and you're able to move forward, which for me and for a lot of people, it was the case. Cause again, just like what we're going through now, we all went through that horrible tragedy together and we had no answers. 
now we're at least with our stuff, we're getting answers uh, for what's going on. And we move, I feel most people have now moved forward. And, you know, from Nancy's family, um, David, who you saw break down, obviously, and you had him on the show too. And knowing what, you know, this kid is innocent and what he had to go through. And that was the hardest thing. And we talked about it with David yesterday. And then I I mentioned earlier in the show, Tommy, like watching the documentary last night about like, you know, you know, they've erased Chris Benoit's name from the history book for a long time. You couldn't see a Chris Benoit match, you know, whether it was on demand or on the network. And finally they're filtering those matches back on. But for a long time, there was never any mention. You couldn't mention the name Chris Benoit. Us as fans, and I'm just speaking as a fan, Tommy, we never mentioned the name Chris Benoit. After those incidents from June 2007, just never mentioned his name. And and now all of a sudden, you know, 13 years later, we're we're talking about this tragedy. We suppressed it for so long and swept it under the rug. And now it's been acceptable to be able to to share our feelings and to talk about that horrific those horrific incidents uh, back from June of two thousand and seven. Yeah, um, we can watch his matches. You can say, "Oh, what a great athlete he was." Um, you don't have to start the debate should he be in the hall of fame because you can't praise a person who did such uh horrible acts but we're able to breathe let it go and move forward and you also saw the other side with you know the survivors of this and how they have moved forward i was shocked to see nancy's sister who i met when i went to aew and say that she hopes to one day to be able to forgive him. Um, I don't think I could ever forgive him for that, but for her to say that on air, as she's wiping away tears, she lost her best friend. Um, but I think in all this, we, you know, we were reminded that, you know, Nancy, woman, who, who was a big part of my career, a big part of the wrestling industry, her name should be praised and put in the Hall of Fame. So... Hopefully that could happen. Yeah, and I think now that we can talk about it and that there seems to be, for a lot of people, uh, a closure. It's it's amazing how this two-hour Dark Side of the Ring documentary is making people look at this in a different way or, or looking at it at all, you know, that the fact that we've kind of shied away from it and really kind of dive in and know that there's innocent bystanders, innocent people have been affected by this. And, you know, hearing David Benoit on the show yesterday and then in that documentary talk about how he's been bullied for the last 13 years, you know, have, you know, cause, because his last name is Benoit that somehow, you know, not only being a victim, not only, you know, losing, you know, Nancy Benoit and, 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 and losing his brother, but like almost attached to it in a negative way and being bullied and, and, and talked about in, in that respect, how, man, you, you don't look at that. And for God's sakes, how people could do that. It's, it's heartbreaking what this, what, what he has had to go through over the last 13 years. Yeah. And hopefully, like he said, just leave the kid alone and leave his family alone. They went through uh, enough stuff and you know 
we've talked about it on this show about simple stuff or, you know, simple stuff in pro wrestling where people will say stuff on social media uh, as opposed to what they would say to your face. So, you know, it's for yes, for people to say that, trust me, dude, I got a few people saying stuff to me at different times and then I'll either, I usually respond and then they either back off or they just did it like they're like, just to get attention. And those are some of the people that are, you know, it's, they're the insecure ones. So it's all good. All right. So Tommy, we've, we've talked a lot about the show last night, your involvement with after dark, uh, AEW and NXT. And you even talked a little impact wrestling this morning. So let me ask you, since you're stuck in the house, like everybody else, have you been able to, uh, watch some wrestling outside of just the new material? Have you, have you gone back into the vault at all and watched some old school pro wrestling? Duh, who do you think you're talking to? Come on. <laughs> I, 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 I'm setting it up for the audience. I know the answer, but I'm setting it up for the audience that, that's listening at home. I do the same as I said yesterday. I will watch one match from All-Star Wrestling. I watch it all in a row. I love the WWE Network. I watch um, All-Star Wrestling. I'm in 1979, which is when I first fell in love with professional wrestling. Then I go to 1982, uh, Mid-Atlantic. Then it's uh, 1983 Mid South and 1982 World Class, and uh, weirdly I ran out of uh, stuff on my DVR because I normally tape. Like as you know, I get to follow all my favorite teams, but all my favorite teams aren't playing anymore. There's no That's hockey, there's no basketball. So I normally what's tape a fraud like, to uh, what's a any... fraud to do when there's no sports. Well, now I go to YouTube and I've been watching Georgia Championship Wrestling. Nice. Nice. All right. So I, I, you know, I appreciate you calling in, you know, at uh, 915 every morning. I I think what we could do moving forward, if you're willing to do this, Tommy, it's totally up to you. But maybe you can call in at 915 every morning and we can kind of talk about what Tommy watched the night before. I think it'd be kind of cool to hear a little bit about what, you know, some Georgia championship wrestling you watched or some all-star wrestling you watched. I, I think that would be kind of fun if you were able to do that, you know, Monday through Thursday. Absolutely. What do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm doing it, man. I love this show. I, this show oh is therapy for me, too. I am such a nerd because what I did early on in you know dvds is i converted all my old pro wrestling videotapes and converted them to dvd so you know there is no vcr anymore but i can watch like old school like 1982 wrestling that i taped on my vcr i have it on dvd i can do that god i have you know i've been cleaning my house and i found two old wwf New York bags full of swag because I used to go there a lot and they used to just hand me bags. I wonder why they went bankrupt. Um, but I've been cleaning my house and I do have, uh, I think like over 300 VCR tapes that I always said I might convert. So I think as this continues, this conversion may happen. I have them all cataloged because I'm a really crazy person. I have them all. I wrote them out uh, and then typed them up. So, uh, yeah, man, I have that, too. So that may happen. 
All right. All right. So we can do this. Will we talk to you tomorrow on Busted Open, Tommy? Absolutely. I could also tell you I do a new thing every day, and we'll discuss that, my two new things I've done so far. All right. Let me write this down. Don't give it away. Keep it in the condom. (laughs) Two new things. All right. I'm going to write that down because I'll ask you that when we have you back on tomorrow. Tommy, love you, man. Thanks so much for joining us. Love you, too. See you, nation. Love you. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM. No car required. I think the biggest topic of any is what I started the show with today, and that is Dark Side of the Ring from last night. We had David Benoit on the show yesterday, and man, Bully, you mentioned it. We saw it the first hour on YouTube, and you said, you know what? This second hour is going to be that punch in the gut, and it certainly was when you watched it last night. You called it the punch in the gut. I said it was going to be like ripping off a scab or a scar that had been there for years. And that's exactly what it felt like to me. When they started to get into the details of the security guard or the crisis manager guy going into the house and what he saw with his own eyes, Dave, literally, I started to get like, an upset feeling in my stomach. That's how much this was resonating with me. And I guess that's a, you know, kudos to Evan uh, and the guys at dark side of the ring for being able to tell this story in such an emotional way that it was gut wrenching for me. Um, and 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 it was it was like ripping off that scab that had been there for for 13 years or however long it's been now because i don't even know the right words to put it in because it was such an emotional roller coaster last night to to hear about that second security guard uh pulling the gun on what she thought or i don't remember if it's a guy or a girl on what she thought was a was Benoit in his gym standing up and then telling him, you know, freeze, stay right there. But it was him actually hanging. Yep. I mean, when you think of that, that's like, it's, it's chilling. And, and, and then you go back and you, and, and you hear them talk about how the bodies were there for two days before he took his own life. Like I said, that scar was completely ripped at the wound has been was reopened and i found myself almost emotionally becoming a little angry at the situation almost angry as in all right did we really need to go this deep or did we really need to tell the story but once again kudos to those guys over at dark side the minute the bleeding started they were able to stop it because they started to go down a different road. They started to go down the road of the CTE, and then they were able to end it on a happy note. So th- there's a lot to talk to, and I think we need to break down each individual segment. 
Yeah, I think we're going to do that. And, and when we come back, Bully, uh, we'll get into more of Dark Side of the Ring. And like you said, just those chilling moments when you were watching it last night. And also, I definitely want to get some questions and comments from the Busted Open Nation. You know, I apologize the way things are set up right now. We can't take phone calls uh, from the Busted Open Nation, but I but I definitely want to get to their questions and comments. And judging from a lot that we've seen on social media, Bully, I think a lot of people want to talk about Dark Side of the Ring. I think that really resonated with them last night, especially after our interview with David Benoit. Uh, you know, talking to him and what he was going through and what he felt about it, because all these emotions, like you said, Bully, it, it is truly like a scar and it's 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 picking at that scar and opening up that wound and i thought that uh everybody with dark side of the ring did a really good job of like yeah opening that wound and then closing that wound like what you're hearing catch busted open live monday through saturday from 9 a.m to noon eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156 or on demand with the sirius xm app bully i think since we can't take phone calls, I think the next best thing is to get some questions and comments from the Busted Open Nation. We threw out the hashtag at Ask Busted Open. So what do you say we go to some questions and comments from the nation? That's a great idea. All right. Let's here we go. And obviously a lot of people want to talk about uh, Dark Side of the Ring last night. The real Chris G says... Guys, Vicky is an incredibly strong woman. She went through as much hell in those years as just about anyone. Can you guys discuss her role in the Benoit tragedy a bit more? Hashtag ask busted open. I think that was something that really hit home as well. Bully is seeing the, the just the emotion from, from Vicky, not only about her husband, Eddie, but also about... Um, you know, about Nancy and Chris. I mean, she was as attached as anybody in that situation, Bully. Absolutely. I mean, huge part of the story. Um, and, and I think I felt equally horrible for every single person involved. Even even Dean Malenko. Yeah, like Dean was so stoic. It, it was almost like Dean was Dean almost st still seemed like a deer in the headlights to the whole situation, and it seemed like it was hard. You know, even though Dean came across so well, it almost seemed like it was difficult for him to talk about it. Yep. Still to this day, and and there are people who are really cl close close to to Benoit, like a Jericho. I think Jericho is just able to bring it out of him a little bit better than everybody else and has more of a fuck it mentality to the whole situation. Like, this is what happened. I'm going to talk about it, and that's it. And if you don't like it, too bad. So, yeah, th th this th this uh, hit home for a lot of different people. I agree. Uh, sticking on the topic of Dark Side of the Ring, Tony Adams asks, do you think that whenever – and if David Benoit finally goes on that path and becomes a wrestler, do you think he will be able to use 
his last name? That's a really good question because we spoke to David and that's something that he's interested in possibly doing. But I don't know if he could ever use that name. There's such a stigma to that name, Bully. And listen, it took us 13 years to actually speak that name. It's you know, it's a tough road to become a wrestler to begin with, Bully, but it's going to be an even tougher road for David Benoit. I'm not quite sure how you untarnish the Benoit name in the world of professional wrestling. I don't know what David Benoit could possibly do. I offered David, I extended the olive branch to him yesterday and I said, Hey man, if you ever want to do this, I'd be more than happy to help you more than happy to help train you. I do know he's went to Lance storm a couple of times. I don't think it has went so well for him. I'm not sure if he really wants it. If he does, my doors are wide open to him, but if he were ever to succeed, I don't know if you can carry that Benoit name because it's going to bring up such bad memories at first that he might be, you know, he might be, you know, just not helping his career right from the start. Yeah, it's it, it would be a, such a tough road. Uh, Joe in North Carolina, who's in quarantine, and I hope Joe is doing well. He asked a question from Dark Side of Ring. Uh, now that the narrative is out there and they talked about it last night. Should and will Nancy Benoit be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame? And Chris brought that up. Vicky brought that up as well. I mean, she had such a career even before uh, uh, Chris. Do you think that there's any way that she could be remembered in that regard, Bully? Um, was it? You know how JR talked about how Benoit would never – want to be inducted because or they shouldn't no i'm sorry jr said that benoit should not be inducted because it would take away from the hall of fame all people would want to talk about is what benoit did in his past as opposed to what everybody else was getting inducted for it would monopolize the conversation it would completely overshadow <clears throat> the hall of fame class that he was being inducted into i definitely think that Nancy should be inducted for her body of work with Kevin Sullivan as woman. Everything that she did, she belongs there. Because if there ever was a pioneer, like a Sherry Martell type of uh, you know woman in this business, it's, it's Nancy. So yes, I definitely think she should be inducted into the hall. But with inducting her into the hall opens up all of the conversation about the tragedy. And I would never want to see her induction be marred by the black cloud that's going to follow them around forever. What do you think? Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, she should be inducted. I mean, I, I, I talked about it on the show, Bully, how I was always a fan of hers, you know, long before she got involved with Chris Benoit. She was such a big part of, of Kevin Sullivan and that army of darkness. And like, I, I, and I was a fan, but you're right. I mean, if they decided they were going to a doctor, even not use the name Nancy Benoit, let's just say they were going to use the character and the personality of, of woman. It doesn't matter. Everyone's going to talk about Chris Benoit, but maybe there is a way to do it. We saw it with China. You know, there was a lot of negativity when it came to China. People wanted to see her get inducted and they were able to do it in a way that it didn't bring back a lot of the outside of the ring uh, topics. 
maybe they do it the way that they do a lot of the legends now, Bully, where they 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 mention it, but they don't have the big ceremony part of it. I I don't know, but what's it, the point then? Yeah, I I, I know. It's does, it does 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 Nancy deserve to just be mentioned but not have that moment? If you're gonna no, do it, you gotta do it the right that. way. Of course she deserves more. She deserves to have her history put up on that Tron, people to see her smiling, people deserve to see her working, and Sandra coming out to accept the, you know, the, the, the Hall of Fame induction for her and to speak about her. If we're gonna do it, we gotta do it the right way. We can't just pepper it in there like we're 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 inducting Enoki with the rest of the class and hey, there's a picture of Antonio Enoki and a you know, boom, done, see you bye. You know what, Bully, as you're talking now, and you do this all the time, where you just have this idea and you expand on it, and I get a, a perfect word picture of how it can ultimately play out. You're 100% right. All you have to do is on that Titantron, show a picture of Nancy Benoit with that smile from ear to ear. Hey, Look at we never thought we'd be able to do what we've been doing now over the course of this whole week. And I, I mentioned uh, on Monday, in the in the almost eleven years that this show has been on the air, we never spoke of Chris Benoit. And look at all the talk of Chris Benoit that we've been doing this week here on Busted Open. You could turn that into a positive. You can have Nancy Benoit's sister up there at that podium talking about her sister, about what she was able to accomplish in this business. And you know what? You know, you could have, you know, a Chavo Guerrero talk about a Vicky Guerrero come up to that podium and talk about Nancy Benoit. You don't have to talk about the tragedy that occurred, just about her as a person. The stories that you have been sharing about how she was just a, a part of that locker room. You know, one of the boys just fit in and always, always had a smile, always had a joke, always had a story. Let's let's turn this around. You know, all these years, for these 13 years, she's just been attached to this tragedy. And because of Chris Benoit, her name has not been mentioned. Her name has not been talked about. We can turn that around. The WWE can make that a part of their ceremony where everybody could celebrate the name Nancy Benoit and celebrate what she was able to do. You're, you're right, Bully. Let's do it, and let's do it the right way. And you can make and it I, a positive experience for everybody. And I believe the last positive picture you should leave this on is Sandra accepting on behalf of Nancy with Daniel and Chris Jericho and Chavo right by her side. Yep. And I think to see the four of those people in a giant group hug as the very last thing you ever see when it comes to the Benoit tragedy, I think that it would be a real healing moment. I think we could give Nancy the respect that she deserves because it seems like her name gets lost in the shuffle in this whole thing. We can finally, We can finally raise her up and put her on the pedestal that she deserves to be on. Give her her moment. And then tie in the real life of Sandra and David being back on the same page. And having a family relationship again. And Chavo. And Chris. Because without Chris, these two human beings aren't able to, 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 to patch up the, the, you know, the wounds. And if that's the last thing I ever see 
Those four people hugging with Nancy's face on that Titantron, smiling down upon them from the heavens. I think I can put everything to bed. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.